Pro Talk with ProTech, digging deep to learn the stories, lessons, and accomplishments of experts in the real estate industry. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Pro Talk with ProTech. Today, we get to meet top real estate agent Katie Wethman with the Wethman Group of Keller Williams. It's so nice to see you, Katie. How are you doing today? It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Just to kind of get the conversation started, let's hear a little bit more about you. How'd you end up a real estate agent? Sure. Well, it was kind of a long and winding road. Um, I actually started out thinking it was going to be a temporary break in between other jobs. Um, I spent a number of years in accounting and finance and then consulting, uh, which I got into after business school at UVA. And after a number of years in consulting, I found myself really burned out with the travel and the type of work and the type of projects I was getting assigned to. And I decided to take a little break. And at the time I had been looking for my, what would have been my then second house. And I got introduced to a friend of a friend who was a real estate agent. And I told him that I had always been really interested. I was loving this process and that I wish that I could do it. And he encouraged me to go ahead and try it, even on a short-term basis, just to see how it went. And within a couple of months, I was hooked. And I knew that this was going to be my new gig and it was going to be my career going forward. Mm -hmm. And how long have you been an agent? So now I've been an agent for 16 years and that's full-time the entire time. Love that. And do you have a team? I do have a team. Uh, so uh, I started on a team, actually someone else's team, and and that went really well. And after a couple of years, we just decided it was probably better to part ways. My business was actually booming at that time. So I had enough business that I could start my own team and bring on my own full-time assistant and my own buyer agents. So that's what I did. So uh, I've been on a team for basically all but about six months of that time as I was switching brokerages and ramping up my own team. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, and what neighborhoods do you find yourself frequently in? So one of the advantages of having a team like this is that we can spread out. So we cover as a team the entire DC metro area. So we're licensed in DC, Maryland, and Virginia. Uh, side note, I also have a real estate license in Delaware where I have a second home but uh, I don't personally work with clients over there, but I'm always happy to talk to people about the real estate market there as well. But locally, we focus on DC, Maryland, and Virginia. And for the most part, I would say close in, like so about the Beltway or close to the Beltway and inside. Mm -hmm. And what made you, so you said that you have a team or a house in Delaware. Is that near the beach or what made you want to get your license in Delaware? It is. It's an investment property near the beach. So I just love that area. And after I... Uh, purchased a few investment properties locally here. Uh, I decided to expand to the beach since it was something that I'd be able to take advantage of personally as well down the road. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. I love that. Um, And just for kind of a fun question, you said you've been an agent for 16 years now. What would you say would be the craziest thing that you've seen in a home? Oh, wow. Um, I guess, you know, it just runs the gamut. Um, You know, we see houses that are, are beautiful and we see houses that are basically teardowns. I have had experience with hoarder houses, which are not fun, houses that were full of mold, um, like so bad that I didn't even want to go in. Once you open the door, that kind of seals the deal and you you take a whiff of it. Um, So I've, you know, I've seen some pretty bad shaped houses. I don't know that there's anything crazy um, on the plus side. Yeah, I can't really think of anything, actually. Unfortunately, all my crazy stories are probably 
things that are bad about houses. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, for a realtor to not want to go into a house because of the mold, you can assume that that was a pretty big mold problem that they had. Yeah. Certainly going to be something that the new buyer would need to be aware of. Yes, absolutely. Which kind of perfectly segues into my next question. Um, If I'm buying a home, what would you say would be the most important thing that I would need to know? Oh, wow. Uh, Well, we specialize in first-time buyers, so I could literally talk for hours about um, what home buyers need to know. It's my consulting background. Uh, I'm really passionate about educating our buyers, so I, I literally have presentations of things, full of things that I talk about on this topic. But I would say up front, um, the one thing that will capture all of the things that I talk about is choosing a great agent that you trust to give you good advice. Because if you do that up front, they will help explain everything else that you need to know along the process. So taking the time up front to find an agent that is experienced and experienced in the type of home and the locations where you're going to be looking and then someone that you trust, you trust their background, their knowledge, their expertise, you trust them to give you good, honest advice is probably the number one thing. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Um, And if I am a seller, what would you say would be the most important thing that I would need to prepare for? Well, in addition to choosing the right agent for all of the reasons I just mentioned, I would say Um, sellers need to be prepared to separate their emotions about their home from the house that they are selling. And I'm choosing my words carefully there because you live in a home, but you're selling a house. The house is a product. So it's really hard for sellers to detach, you know, all of their memories, all of their feelings, every little decision they made over the years to make that house a home. You need to detach yourself from that and look at it at it objectively. And that's really one of the big things that a good agent can bring to the table for you. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. That's an excellent point too. Um, So talk to me a little bit about what the current market is like. How would I know when the best time to buy or sell would be? Well, that really depends on what, when, um, sorry, that really depends on what you mean by the best time to buy or sell. So what we do is sit down with clients and we'll look at the activity, whether they're buying or selling in that neighborhood for the past 12 months. And when we do that over a series of years, we can pretty pretty easily see the market trends um, as they evolve. So in our area, for example, inventory has been going down and down and down over the last several years. Now, 2020 with COVID was a little bit of an outlier um, and we can look at the charts and walk through that. But in general, what we see is that the inventory will tick up in the spring, meaning late March, April, and May in that time frame, And then again in September and October. And a lot of people are not aware of that second inventory bump in the fall. So as a buyer, if you want the best selection, that's really the time you need to focus on. But if you want the best deal and you wanna be able to move a little slower and negotiate for contingencies, and you want a little bit more of that negotiation power, then really the time you need to be looking is November through January and then July and August. So in a typical year, that would be our seasonal trend. Now, as a seller, it's the opposite. Um, If you really want to have people chomping at the bit, you need to be on the market when there is less competition. And so strangely, we find that a great time for people to sell is January and February because the buyers are out early, but the sellers aren't ready yet. The sellers have in their mind that they need to have the house ready by April and May, but the buyers have already gotten a head start. So we frequently have a very busy January with multiple bids and people waiving contingencies 
because the buyers are ready to go. So when you say the best time of year, it really depends on what your goals are. Is it to have the best selection? Is it to have the least amount of competition? Is it to get the best, best price, et cetera? Mm-hmm. Kind of staying ahead of the market a little bit too, it sounds like. Um, yeah, what are your exactly. predictions? I'm sorry. What are your predictions for 2021 market? Do you have any um, predictions now that we're in the, in the, I do. I think it's going to be a very strong year and we have had a number of very strong years, but Mm -hmm. there are a number of things that are pointing me in that direction. The first is the continued record low interest rates. So I think that buyers have confidence. Um, They know that the rates are going to stay, stay low throughout the year. I think that once we start getting the pandemic a little bit more under control and the vaccine starts rolling out a little more smoothly, it's we're gonna have a surge in consumer confidence. People are gonna be really excited to get out there. And people are frankly really tired of being in their homes after the last 12 to 18 months. We've all spent way more time inside than we're used to and you know, avoiding public areas. And we've kind of hunkered down and made our space as nice as we can make it. But frankly, some people are just gonna be tired and really eager for the opportunity to either trade up or just trade into different space because they're tired of their current space. Mm-hmm, of course. Um, and obviously with real estate, there's a ton of different moving pieces, but what would you say would be your favorite thing about the industry? My favorite thing about the industry is that every day and every deal and every client is different. So it's never boring. The transactions themselves become repetitive. Uh, there are steps that we can document, processes that we follow so that we can avoid all the pitfalls and make it very smooth. But the fact that we have people involved, the buyers, the sellers, the other agents, the lenders, it just means that everything's different every day and you're constantly learning, whether you're working with buyers or with sellers or with renters, uh, every day is a little bit different. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Um, And let's talk about a really challenging time for you and how you overcame it. And this can be personally or professionally. Hmm. Well, one of the things that I think is a challenge for any real estate agent is the work-life balance and juggling whenever something comes up in your personal life. Because in the end, agents are, for the most part, we're 1099 contractors. We are all small business owners. And the difficult thing about being a small business owner is being able to step away, whether that's for an overdue vacation and a, a mental break, or whether it's because of something with your family or a health crisis. And I've had this happen a number of times in my you know, 15 plus years of real estate. And one of the reasons that I am so grateful to have a really strong team and that why I would never give that up. Um, the first instance was when uh, my mother had a degenerative nerve condition and we knew that eventually um, that there was not going to be a recovery from that. And as things got towards the end, it was really important for me to spend that time with her. And because I had a team who could step in, I could literally step away from my business for a month. And I didn't have to worry about anything with my clients falling through the cracks. And I was able to focus 100% on spending that time with my mom, which was really important to me. Um, so it was it worked for my clients. It worked for me. And as a bonus, I even continued to have some income coming in so I could swing it financially to be in that situation because of my team. Mm -hmm. And then a similar situation happened more recently, uh, about three years ago, uh, almost four years ago now, actually. Um, And that's when I was diagnosed with breast cancer and had to have a, um, a double mastectomy. It happened very fast. And um, luckily everything worked out great, but it was another situation where 
I had to immediately step away from my business for about a month and a half to two months at a minimum. Now, at the beginning of that process, I didn't know whether it was going to be two months or six months or longer, but it was great to be in a position where I didn't have to worry about it because I had a great, supportive, strong team who could immediately take over for all my clients and we never missed a beat. And lucky for me, it ended up being you know just under two months before I could go back to work full time. And it was just, it took such a load off of my mind to know that the business could go on without me and I could really focus on my recovery. Absolutely. I was just going to say that, you know, um, having a great team behind you definitely probably, you know, helped you bring your focus completely on you and not your business and kind of separating yourself from that must have been um, pretty relieving for you. Yeah, it's uh, 100%. It's a huge relief and something that a lot of small business owners, you know, they just they don't have that luxury um, when you're a solo solo person in business. Um, and at, that's because of those experiences, I've decided that I will always be part of a team in real estate. Absolutely. I love that. Tell me something that most people don't know about you. Do you have any hobbies or fun facts? Yeah. So a couple of things, I think a lot of people that meet me professionally don't know that, um, I am, a big fan of the beach. I mentioned my investment property earlier, but I've been going to Dewey Beach for many, many years and have a lot of friends there, both from the DC area that hang out there as well as local friends. Um, I also, I met my husband there. We got engaged there and we got married there. So Dewey Beach is a really special place for us um, and one that I have spent a lot of time at. And in terms of hobbies and fun facts, I think um, I love to cook. I, you know, as recently as maybe 10 years ago, I did not cook at all. I always did takeout or frozen foods. Um, but as I got settled in my first house and renovated the kitchen in that house, it really inspired me to learn how to cook. And uh, now I cook all the time. I just love it. And that has been one of the silver linings about working from home uh, during COVID and all the quarantines is that I have really had a lot more time than I usually have to do a lot of cooking at home. And that's been really fun. I love that. You know, it's so funny that you say that too, because I don't think a lot of people realize like the better you make your kitchen, like the more you invest into your kitchen, it definitely is inspiring to go in there and play with all your gadgets and things like that and and try new things. Yeah, absolutely. And when you have the right space and the right equipment, I literally started out by watching a food network show called How to Boil Water. So I started from nothing. uh, And now it's just something I really enjoy doing almost every day. I love that. Is Is there a favorite thing that you make? Do you have a favorite recipe? Oh gosh, that's too hard to to choose. Um, But I will say I have a lot of recipes and a lot of fun experimenting with my Instant Pot. Oh, me too. You and me both. <laughs> um, are you currently reading any books or listening to any podcasts? How do you generally like to gain your knowledge? Uh, I, I did just finish a good book for fun. Um, and I, but I listen to podcasts quite a bit as well. Podcasts are just really perfect for being in the car because I'm in the car so much on my way to a client or on my way to an appointment or in between showings. So they're just the perfect length of time. Um, and also those trips to the beach, of course. Uh, so I have a lot of podcasts that I listen to some for fun and a lot for professional knowledge as well. And where do you see yourself in the next five years? What are some long-term goals? So I'm going to continue focusing on the team. I want to grow the team just a little bit more, and I want to move into more of a role where I am more behind the scenes and in a supervisory type role, more so than 
boots on the ground showing houses. So that's a big goal of mine. It has been a big goal of mine. And I would say we're, we're almost there. So I'm always looking for great agents to add to the team. Um, so that's a big goal. And, um, and then really my, my next goal is to figure out what's next. Um, I, by the time I get through the next five years, I will have been in real estate for 20 years. So I'm not sure whether the next chapter is going to be some something else within the field of real estate or something else entirely. Uh, but I look forward to having some time to think about that and figure out what it is. Yeah, love that. Um, and let's say I'm your next prospective client. Why should I call you? You should call me uh, because my experience our approach and my team members will provide you an unparalleled smooth experience where you feel like you are in charge and making the decisions, but you have all of the support and all of the advice you need to be confident that you're making great decisions. And tell everybody how they can reach you. What's a good phone number, email, social media handles, things like that. So we're everywhere. You can find us on the web at wethmangroup.com. Uh, that's the same handle we have for Facebook, as well as Instagram uh, and Twitter. Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. My name is Katie Wethman, W-E-T-H-M-A-N. And you can also email me at katie at wethmangroup.com or give me a call or text on my cell at 703-655-7672. Well, Katie, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. Um, it was so nice meeting you and hearing your story. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Pro Talk with ProTech. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and follow ProTech Inspection Services on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn.